Hello everyone, hope you're doing well. We are only two days left now of this Christmas challenge and of Turtle Method for 2022. So if you look back at 2022, did quite a lot to me. Think about all the stuff you did, all the votes you did for yourself to be a better, healthier person. I think uh, doing an annual review is important. And I think by looking back, we can go, wow, I did try, did do my best a lot of times. And some weeks weren't the best, some weeks were awesome. That's how it goes. That's how it goes. Um, I've just had our Slimming World, well, not Slimming World, sorry, Slimming Club survey um, analysed by data scientist just to look at, use all their tools and stuff to look at some questions I ask. Um, so we got 1,800 responses on the dot, actually, which is awesome. It's a lot of data to look at. And I want to cover a few things now coming up on this survey information going into Christmas because it's very important. So one question, right, one question was, what do you find most difficult about lo trying to lose weight? Now, <clears throat> if I look at the word, word cloud for all age groups, the big words that are in my face right now, binge eating, emotional eating, time to exercise, eating, <laughs> um, finding time, willpower, sticking to diet, uh, what are the big words there? Sticking to plan. I like food. <laughs> um, is there any other ones the same size? Social events is there, but it's quite small. Uh, portion size is there, quite small. Sugar craving, very small. Um, so yeah, we've got binge eating and we've got emotional eating and finding the time and willpower and sticking to diet as the main ones, okay? So this makes sense, obviously, but let's break it down into age groups. And let's see what the different ones are. The top three words for each age group is very interesting. Actually, let's go top five. Top words used by the age group 18 to 24 were, so just to remind you of the question, what do you find most difficult about trying to lose weight? 18 to 24, healthy food, motivation for the gym, just losing weight, binge eating, and sadness. 24 to 30, social life, binge eating, being consistent, exercise, social events. So social come up twice there. Eh? 31 to 39, time to exercise, binge eating, finding time, emotional eating, I want. Mm, I want to eat. I want to eat. 40 to 49, losing weight, willpower, portion control, right food. Interesting. 50 to 59, not eating, bad foods, sticking to a plan, able to eat, evening snacking, and then 60 to 69, keeping motivated, hard to stick to diet, binge eating, binge night, constantly thinking of food, and then 70 plus, uh, weak power, willpower, weak willpower, temptation, high temptation, high calorie foods, eating a night, night rubbish. Okay, so there is a difference here. And you notice that like 24 to 30, the top five, two, the social events are a big factor in 24 to 30. 31 to 39, it doesn't even come in the top five. Binge eating though, do I say out loud, binge eating, in, is in nearly every age group's top five. Um, finding time is, it comes in with 30 to 39, more than any other age group. So this is interesting. Interesting. So binge eating. Imagine we could fix binge eating. Imagine we could lower our frequency of binge eating. F fat loss is really, 
It's not about tactics. It's about emotional management. If you were to distill it down, it really is about emotional management. Like, you can have the best plan on paper. You can have the best... You can have all the right meals in the in your fridge to eat, prepped up, everything. Um, and then you have a massively emotional day, stress eat. And you don't want those foods in your fridge. You want... And this is science. If you're chronically stressed, you do want, you do desire foods, high fat, high sugar. Right? It's what you tend to crave when you're always chronically stressed so you've got those meals in the fridge but you don't eat them how many of you have done this you've meal prepped and you still haven't eaten the meals you've meal prepped because you didn't want them you wanted your craving was for different types of food so you go and eat the chocolate and all that and then you won't even feel hungry after you've binged eat chocolate and then you kind of the meals go and they, you don't eat them right this, this, this happens this is something that happens so managing emotions and seeing our emotions the root word for emotion right if we look at the root word, it comes from the, where is it? Let me get it. Emoticon. Two seconds. Bear with me, it's a good one. Okay, here we go. Okay. Emotion, borrowed from Middle French, means, based on Latin's emotus, which means to move out, move away, remove, stir up, irritate. So emotions are to stir up. They stir up and they irritate. Move, move in, stir in, irritation. It's like it it creates it 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 creates that. So our emotions, if they're not managed, will stir up such a whirlwind, such a storm in the brain, in the mind. You're gonna find it hard to stick to any sort of plan you've put together to think rationally, to be a cool-headed person, right? So it comes down to emotional management. And really, you know, there's so many philosophies across the world that have come to try and figure this out. But it really, you, the only way you can really look at your emotions and manage them is if you are present in the, in the today. If your mind is always anxious and fearful of the future or the past, you're always thinking of the future or the past, or you're worrying about what you did before, or what you're worrying about what's coming up in, in the future, you're not living now at all. The days are just going by and you have no, you're not living presently at all. And that's how most people live. And that's why emotions, when they come in, they do stir up a lot. Because you're like, how's that? Oh my God, I can't. And it, it turns, it catastrophizes, it turns into a huge thing. So the theme for 2023 is really like, forget about all the tactics and stuff and, you know, tracking and everything like that. Let, like, let's focus, let's look at how emotional are we? What is the emotion that really drives our lives? What's the emotion that drives your day-to-day? -day? What's the emotion that drives your decision-making? You know, all of us are different types of... If we were to do like a spider diagram and of, of all the emotions, like what emotion really is your main one? Have you ever looked into this? To figure out, I think it's worth going into, especially looking at these, this uh, survey. Let's have a look at other things. What would weight loss do for your life if you achieved it and kept it off? Main one here is confident, confidence, mental health, more energy, comfortable, happier, confidence, improve health, feel happier, boost confidence, better life, change life. Does it? Self-esteem. All right, okay, big words. Confidence, self-esteem, make me feel better. Does weight loss itself do that? 
it's a question we, we've brought this up a few times before it's like does weight loss in itself generate more confidence no 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 it doesn't you can go down the wrong path and fall into the trap so much about thinking about getting lean that you have body dysmorphia where you don't even think you are lean when you are this is this is this happens a lot in the fitness world a lot of these big bodybuilders bikini competition girls or even like people who are in the gym shack type of girls back in the day they would all say they thought they weren't lean they thought they didn't look good they couldn't see themselves in the mirror like others saw them complete detachment the difference completely different from the reality so just losing weight isn't enough to do this we need to make that clear weight loss has to come with a mindset shift with emotional management with studying ourselves know thyself blah 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 be the light to yourself la 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 buddha <laughs> la 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 buddha says that let's listen to buddha maybe but you have to find out where like you have to see the roots of things as well like your core beliefs if your core belief is that if you lose weight you will feel more confident and you lose weight you're just going to compare yourself to others and then you're going to think well i need to lose more weight and more weight and that's how people and in in the documentary with zara when she looked at one of those girls that did lose weight over lockdown and then she went to the other side she went anorexic she never thought she'd arrived at the leanest level she wanted to be kept going so whilst i 100 percent agree that if we get into a better physical shape we feel stronger we feel like we can run and we feel like we can lift weights. It's definitely have a knock-on effect of day-to-day confidence because we're going to feel better. We're going to be stronger, right? But it has to come along with the other stuff. That's the important part. So we work on everything. That's why a turtle, we don't really just go like, let's lose weight and off you go, bye-bye. It's like, we're losing weight, but are we looking at these other things at the same time? Because if we're not, we're in trouble. And there's no point going down this route because you're going to go and put the weight back on. You're going to be back to square one going, put all the weight back on again. Well, did you change the route? Did you change at the root? No, I just did a diet, lost weight, and I thought it solved my problems, but it didn't because I kept binge eating. But we need to change at the root, guys. Always pointless. What would you dis? Okay, this is an important one. What makes you decide to start another diet after one has failed? What do you think about this? You all know the answer to this. Biggest word in this word cloud, right in my face, huge letters. Social media. Second, seeing people lose weight, which would probably be coming from social media. Another one, actually, clothes fit, clothes fitting, looking in the mirror, tight clothes. Pretty much it. And uh, just goes to show the impact social media has. Madness. What are we going to do with this then? Do you think you've got the capacity? the mental capacity to uh, look at things in social media without reacting to them. Looking at someone on social media who looks lean, some old friend who's lost a lot of weight and not compare and feel bad about it. Do you think that's possible for you? It's possible to do it 100%. You can look at people's pictures and go, wow, transformation, not feel bad. Most people look at it and then compare and go, I feel terrible now. I better buy that diet pill I just saw like 10 minutes ago on Instagram because it, it promised me I'd lose 10 pounds in 10 days and I might as well give it a go. What have I got to lose? La, la, la. You go down this nonsense route. So we need to look at our relationship with social media. And this is where stoicism really is key. I honestly believe the operating system of stoicism is key. You know, looking at the 
the introduction to anxiety, Oxford University Classics, talking about the history of anxiety, you know, what we've used before to uh, kind of address it and explain it. And we've come full circle. The Stoics at Newer Handler 2,000 years ago. And we've gone on its journey and we've come full circle and gone, yeah, CBT, Cognitive Behavioural Therapy, works wonders for it. Looking at our thoughts and our core beliefs about our thoughts, brilliant. It's our reaction, it's our opinion about the things that's the main thing, not the thing itself. Who would have thought that Seneca with those words back in the day and Epictetus would be so so relevant and new really today with the research, but it's true. So dye your mind with uh, stoicism, might help you. But again, like, you know, if we look at age group, 18 to 24, social media, seeing people, 24 to 30, social media, losing weight, seeing people, 31 to 39, social media, losing weight, feel I need to, 40 to 49, losing weight, I feel it, social media, 50 to 59, lose weight, I feel close fitting, tighter, 60 to 69, just feeling social media, Mm. Mad. Every age group. We've been poisoned on every age level. Where do you get your health and fitness fights from? Biggest words. Social media. Mad. It makes sense because we spend all of the time there. That's another realisation. Our opinions come from where we spend most of our time. Not so much actual actual analysis and uh, critical thinking if you spend your time reading the daily mail guess where your opinions are going to come from even if you're not even aware they're going to come from the daily mail if you are spending your time on instagram scrolling through you got x followers your opinions are going to come from the follower for people you follow and then you might think they're your own but they're not this is not how human nature works you have to be very very um selective with where you spend your um what's the word where you spend your like mental capacity, where you, who you spend time with in person is important, but what you're reading online, because you spend so much time online is, is even more important. So if you're only gonna get your advice from social media and you follow certain people, you know, they might be good people to follow, that's great. But what you'll end up seeing is posts that are gonna stir your emotions up, keep you on the, on the, on the uh, feed, because that's how it works, negative. The negative, uh, news things to get you commenting and arguing and stuff like that is what keeps you on and makes more money for the advertisers that's what they do so yeah that's a tough one we've got so much information now so much information okay next one mm, I'm do that one do, 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 do. What's the best thing you've ever experienced at a slimming club? Three stone, two stone, lose weight. See, if you were to ask what's the best thing you've ever experienced at Turtle, losing weight would not be the main thing. I would guess it would be part of it, but it would definitely not be the main thing. So you can see straight away the difference between us and Slimming World and Weight Watchers is their main focus is on weight loss, obviously, because they call Weight Watchers Slimming World. But... Beyond that, it doesn't change the route. You shed a few pounds in your outer body, not changing your inner, inner world, is it? Really? The inner world and the outer world. That's it. A um, few more then before I finish this podcast. I think it's interesting to look at this stuff. 
Um, as long as you're in a calorie deficit, you lose fat no matter what food you eat. Is this true or false? Well, the younger groups are saying true, and as you get older, it becomes false. So there's a big disconnect there between the older groups and the younger groups. The older groups have been exposed to such nonsense. That's probably one of the reasons. And I do trust experts. And wow, the difference here. 18 to 24 year olds, 78% trust experts. 20 to 30 years old, 71% trust experts. 31 to 39, 70% trust experts. 40 to 49, 71. 50 to 59, 64. 60 to 69, 54. And then 70 plus 28%. Cynical, cynical. Uh, but the people in the older age groups have got more proof that they've listened to magazines where they thought were experts didn't work because they've all put their weight back on. And the other question. Fascinating stuff. We should, we should trust experts who, in their respective fields, but we also need to bring in critical thinking skills. We also need to look at how are they wording things, how they frame something. How I frame something will change how you look at the answer completely. You know, for example, this Graham Hancock guy who's framing ancient civilization after died out when a comet hit and they were way more advanced, right? And he says, we can't believe we found this. We, we thought we would never find this burial site, but it's 12,000 years old, way older than we thought possible. And they had advanced buildings and it's, it aligns with the time the meteor hit. And this advanced civilization that we didn't know about holds the keys to these mysteries in the past. How he said that, you're now like, oh my God, yeah, fuck, he's bang on. He goes, yeah, so basically, um, advanced civilization. We didn't know about, and you're like, yeah, it makes sense. But if you just said it was a comet hit thousands of years later, we found there's thousands of years later there was a site in Turkey. We don't really know where the people were. There's a few things there, there's a few buildings, a few big big pieces of stone. Um, Homo erectus started doing fires 1.8 million years ago, so they're you know close to us. So millions of years ago, we were using fire, we were using tools, hundreds and hundreds of thousands of years ago. How I framed that now. You're probably not thinking that that's an advanced civilization that was in that the place in Turkey. You know, thinking to think, well, maybe they did build some cool stuff. But the way he frames it, because he does capped letters in his texts and his books and all that, you're like, whoa, whoa shit, yeah, fucking damn right, mate, aliens. So yeah, you gotta watch out for that. Um, and that's it, really. I'm gonna finish on that. Tomorrow's podcast will be well. Who knows? Maybe I'll do like a I'll try and do like a review of the year or something like that. Um, but I do want to thank everybody for doing this challenge, for sticking around, doing the workout, sticking, doing some, doing some sort of tracking. You know, you're probably sleeping still, or you're on your walk, or you're in the gym, whatever you are right now. You know, Christmas is coming, but you still got to go through today. Today is an important day. Let's not throw it away because Christmas is a week and a half away. Let's let's make today a good day. And that's obviously we're going to do some for health. That's makes the day good. We do something for our health, which is either a walk, drinking lots of water, eating a good energy dense, um, yeah, good ratio of macros in a meal, um, hitting our protein target, 
maybe working out, whatever. Do, do something for your health today because it's always the best days are days where we are moving or doing something that's good for our mind and body. So get going on that task because you're one big thing and I will see you all on the quiz tonight.